0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, welcome to another episode of The Braxton's Furnace with me, Robert, with
1: me, Pete! I can't follow that. <laughs> I can't follow that. What? <laughs> that was not, that
0: was, that was not practice. Did not intend to do that.
1: Hey, this is what Nando's before recording, <laughs> That's a Peter, you know? I'm so, <laughs> so, 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 so put cocaine in the Nando's,
0: <laughs> That started in this, got away from me. I apologize.
1: Hey, I mean more it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that
0: took a different turn.
1: Alright, Cool, let go. Yeah, we're done. Oh, Probably. Moses said. By the way, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, said said he said more. Do you, you say? It? Yeah, 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 I did. Said me. Cool. All right. Um,
0: sorry, not sorry. What's oh, that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's
1: Rob. It's Peter's. Cool. It's Peter's okay. day. <laughs> we go first Moses. Um, I had no question. Cool. Let me. All right, cool. Let's skip. Okay, nope. no. I, I can go first. Yeah, let's first. To go. So Are let's to prepare.
0: <laughs> let's talk about divorce, Peter. Okay. So. I was, was, was gonna talk about micro penises but for now I like this week. You're gonna talk about what? Micro penises.
1: There's a story behind that, but that's a story for another time. Okay.
0: So in the Bible it says that um, How would that be apologetics based? When, when when uh, next time I ask you, you'll understand. You'll be like, oh, ask,
1: uh, make ask sure you ask else. him. Ask someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only someone else in this group who ask him. Anyway, so,
0: divorce. So Jesus says that the only um, allowable way to get divorced is because of adultery. Yeah. And if you divorce someone other than that, the person you marry is, um, you're, you're committing adultery with them they're committing adultery. Mm-hmm. So, if you just if if you divorce someone outside of adultery, um, are you in that person now in an infinite state of sin? Well, when you say infinite state of sin, I, 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 infinite state state of sinning. Yes, it, it carries a or connotation. or perpetual. Of, yeah, but it carries what what I'm what I'm getting at is it carries a con- connotation of ever not being in a state of sin. And if you're ever in that place, then you don't need Christ to begin with. So um that's that's technicalities well no that that's <laughs> mentality or, or that statement betrays the mentality behind it in that you're it's almost it's not it's not i don't say this is what you're doing because you're not married to then look for divorce but it's looking for a way out it's looking for you know what else what can i get away with so i wouldn't say you're perpetually in a state of sin because that's not the measure by which where where where? Oh no no now. no! You 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 in the perpetual What's the word? Perpetual perpetual state of sinning. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, because like being being human, we're in the perpetual what's the word?
1: Perpetual perpetual state of sin. Uh, but
0: doesn't mean that we're in a perpetual state of sinning.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: If look, there Ooh, are, I, li-
1: I like that distinction.
0: There, there are so many different things that I think are covered by grace. Even if you are perpetually sin in, the grace is perpetually sufficient. And even much more so where sin abounds. Thus, I would say for someone that divorced outside of adultery, maybe it was domestic abuse. Maybe it was um, whatever it could be. Like, there are so many other things that I think will be a bit tone deaf to just say, yes, you are perpetually sin in. Nah, I think. There is grace and the situation that we're in now isn't what god wanted or intended uh, to begin with and thus it would be on a case-by-case basis what's your conviction saying to you you know if you divorce for whatever reason i think there's grace for the situation and thus god could lead you into another marriage or outside of it or whatever but i wouldn't i wouldn't blanket say you're in a perpetual state of sin i think it's a bit tone deaf to Throw that at anyone that might be divorced because you don't know why they are divorced. Is that sufficient? Well, there's a kind of roundabout,
1: but yeah. Yeah, roundabout. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll give it to you. All right. I got so sucked into this that I forgot my question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you agree?
0: Do you disagree? Like, what, what's your thoughts on it?
1: I think divorce is tricky, and in um, as much as there's a like jesus stipulates adultery being the primary reason for
0: divorce sorry just just before even in addition to that he only says he says that was only given because of the hardness of their hearts anyway so you're already starting from a point where this is actually just taking care of the fact that you are already hard of hearts it's not like this was a perfect situation and then this came in and so i'm giving you this out oh definitely but then I'm sure there was stuff like domestic violence in Jesus' time, but he chose that adultery was the only reason mm-hmm. the only reason for But again, like that was simply because well, I guess well I can't say with without um without doubt, but I'm guessing that's because he was speaking to people who are students of the law. Like these are Pharisees who were obviously looking for was it Pharisees? Yeah, it was Pharisees that um, he spoke mm. he spoke this to these are people that were trying to look for a way to catch Jesus out so you've got to think that his answer is specifically for them in that situation but again I think and I'm bringing it to today I'm bringing it to you know relate, uh, relative to our lives The people that are getting divorced for reasons like domestic abuse and if my sister was in a Abusive relationship, I wouldn't just say to her, you know, have faith and then stay there. Like if the guy is beaten to the point of death, actually, I wouldn't tell her to divorce him. I'd probably beat him up myself. To be fair, kill him. But <laughs> yeah, so it's a different. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I can't. I have to. I have to be cognizant of what's going on now, and uh, what people could be going through.
1: But sorry, I cut yeah. you off. Yeah, no, I heard a preacher saying if if any of his like people in a congregation, women in the congregation or even men, was to disclose a domestic abuse situation, they would invite the partner over for a prayer meeting where they would close the doors and lay hands lay hands. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't Balau get beaten up for this week? He did. Yeah. Yeah. That that was a bit of a madman, the scratches all over his face and that. But apparently it, <laughs> so was, it, was, it, was, it was it was a trade off thing. So both of them were were saying that the other person was being violent. So they both got arrested. Wow, um, so yeah, Bowell's mugshot just got scratched <laughs> in his face, and her mugshot she's just standing there looking all calm. You um, see the other guy, <laughs> literally. Wait, yeah. Nah, yeah. Um, my question. Yeah, this this one this one might be a bit heavy, um, coming from a non-believer's perspective. So the Pope has just disclosed that. <laughs>
0: I should carry it. The
1: Pope has just disclosed that um I think under the leadership of the previous Pope there were um places like monasteries and stuff where the nuns were being held as sex slaves. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And like how um some nuns have been forced to abort the priest's babies um so like it wasn't just children who were being abused but not women who have like taken a vow they felt like god saying devote your life to me like just live in a monastery and pray to me and stuff and they've been in a situation where the person who's the leadership is just is running the thing as like red light district Mm. essentially and just like running loose and how can we trust in a God where He allows this to happen in the very place where it's meant to be, um, holding His name holy? So, I, and obviously, I've I've used a Catholic. Um, thing as an example, but there are not the same example, but there are examples of abuses of power within different denominations and across different centuries and stuff. is like, how can we trust in a God who allows this in the very same place we're meant to worship Him by the same people who are meant to lead us to Him?
0: Have you, okay, so not you, because mm. it'll sound like an attack. However, I, I'd ask the unbeliever, or I'd ask. First, if you're an unbeliever, then you don't believe in God to mm. begin with. So who are you asking the questions of? Like, mm. who, who am I supposed to address this question to if you don't believe in the God that you are then accusing? So mm. but there's, the, there's an issue there. However, what? if you are a believer or you're asking me as a believer, struggling with it, mm. I'd say God's in the same place he was when he allowed you to enter into the church after you'd lied that afternoon. It's not the same. However, for a perfect God who would strike down priests that entered his presence for having some blemish in their life Mm -hmm. back in the day Mm -hmm. because that was the nature of his holiness, Mm -hmm. such that something that's perfectly holy cannot allow Mm. for the existence of sin. Mm -hmm. I'd say he's been just as graceful as he is to allow anyone that has sinned to enter his presence. He is... Withholding his wrath in in that in mm. that situation, I would and well, I'm, I'll get to it because I think that's the blanket state that mm. we're in at the moment. Mm. Given it's a fallen world, we're fallen mm-hmm. people, um and Christ has been given. Mm. With regards to these the specific suffering of mm. these people, I can't deny it's something that I struggle with. Mm. I can also not deny that I know by virtue of the word, it's something God struggles with. Mm. The fact that he would see his people um, in in Israel, he'd see, he'd note, (laughs) he'd note the people that wouldn't let Israel pass through Mm. when they were sojourning to Canaan. He'd note them and be like, you know, generations after, come back and get them. (laughs) It was like, you know, he he grieves with his people. Mm. So, These people suffering is not a turn away from thingy. I imagine he is grieving um, much more than we are, much more than we are in our concern for these people asking Mm. this question. He's grieving much more and he will enact his vengeance on the people in the way that he sees fit if it comes to that and if there isn't... um, a change of the heart and and you know people being redeemed because that those sins have already been punished in Christ. Mm. However, I imagine he grieves with those women as well. And if it's saving them from it by taking out the priest or bringing people in or bringing this out now that the Pope has mentioned it, mm. you know, he will seek to end that. But the the the, the main thing I think that. Underlies all of this is the fact that God has given us free will, mm. and for Him to stop that because we think that's a greater sin than something that we do mm-hmm. is a bit hypocritical. Okay,
1: so um, yeah, I, I would literally as a conversation. Um, it's almost, it's like it's like, so we mentioned my lie, that person's lie, blah blah blah, this and that. I would, I, would, I was pushed back from the notion of this is something that was being perpetuated something that was like this isn't just the case and, and again this almost comes back to the quote-unquote gradation of sins so my sin isn't as big as his sin, or by virtue of his position he he his sin causes much more ripples socially than mm. mine mm. and it's a case in which my line might might have affected my friends or my family or whatever, but this one is his. The sex ring or whatever that he was running mm. has affected the lives of countless nuns, mm. and it's not only affected their lives but affected the lives of their families, and so the ripple goes much further. Mm. And for God to allow him to remain in a position of power in a position of influence is almost like loosely. Um, Coined, but it's almost like a king having officials under him abusing the power, and the king just allowing them to continue to reign or yep. continue to officiate within mm. that capacity. Mm. Um, and if God is is an omniscient God who sees everything, the king sees what the people are doing, mm. and there isn't any reprimand. There isn't any. Everything done in darkness should be brought to light. And I, even though now it is being brought to light, those people are dead and gone. Mm. And so, like society, society-wise, they haven't received any reprimand. Now, for all I know, they're burning in hell. Mm. For all I know. Um, but yeah, there's there's that unsavory, uns- unsavouriness about it, where it's almost like, how can I wholeheartedly put my faith in this God, in this King, who sees his officials doing this and doesn't do anything about it? Yeah. But then again, I would go back to the fact that.
0: This is a holy God. This is a perfect God. If he, if he inter not not to say that he doesn't intervene, because how many people has he stopped from this happening? Mm. You know. However, okay. in this instance, this this situation we are talking about, we we are holding God to step in here because from our point of view, it's terrible and it is. Mm-hmm. But then that doesn't defeat the fact that from God's point of view, as a holy God, that is just as bad as how many of the Jews got killed during the Holocaust, Mm -hmm. or um, how many slaves got killed during slavery. Like, those are just as bad, and I think that the reason God holds back his wrath is because he has given us free will, and we are accountable for those things. Like, uh, I think the term is, um, their blood shall be on their own hands. talking about Mm. them paying for their sin at the time of judgment Mm -hmm. but i think more than anything is the fact that i we know from the word that god grieves Mm. so if if it was just that god's sitting up you know in a high and lofty place and he's cool these things are going on and he's ignoring it Mm. then i'd be different i'd have a different reaction to that the king sitting on his throne he might not You know, he might hear about it and not worry or whatever. Mm. But this is a God that grieves. This is a God that literally grieves with these people. And we see that there is vengeance, like, being stored up. We see that in the word anyway. Mm. So for these ladies, like, I can't say enough how terrible the thing is, Mm. you know. But I think the fact that God grieves as well gives it a different it gives it it leaves me with a different taste in my mouth if that Mm. makes sense in the sense of it's not just i'm watching these things happen it's for i only can say because it's people it's people Mm. it's not god that lets the priest do this like well by virtue of not killing him or you know striking him down (laughs) maybe but it's not god that makes him do it Mm. it's people and their lust and their own sin that allows for them to do that Mm. and the fact that god grieves on that i think makes it different and the only reason that he allows it to happen is because he's given us free will mm. and he's not stepping in at every single juncture so eventually when he does step in they'll they'll have their own cup mm. and i think it's important not to forget that there's always a bigger picture with these kind of things so like even if you look at my, my, my thing with saying that is like because you're right and i'm not saying you're mm. wrong but my thing with saying that to someone that's suffering and saying that your suffering will be like there's a bigger picture for your suffering sometimes it's not it's not
1: it's it almost not. trivialises what they're going through
0: kind of yeah because they're going through it hmm. they're going through it they're experiencing it day in day out and it's like yes it's true like again it's yeah. true and that's yeah, how I is. get through my day yeah. if I'm going through something bad but I feel a way about saying that to someone that's going through it like mm. oh yeah I'll just say that to someone <laughs> 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 yeah. I the got slapped to a bigger picture <laughs> <laughs> The confines of this conversation. So, mm, like, yeah. even if you look at like the Israelites in mm, Egypt, mm. like they're suffering. Like, was it three hundred years? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Give or take, yeah, yeah, three to four. Yeah. I believe. Um, before Moses yeah. came along. Yeah, yeah. Um, and God saw their suffering, and it, it was like, oh, I forgot about them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that, that's how it. That's how it, it might seem like the way it's written mm. sometimes. Mm. Or oh, then God saw the suffering, they decided to, yeah. <laughs> to yeah. But like, God knows, and there's there's. Plus plans are bigger than the plans. And there's there's a reason why everything yeah. happens in the way and, it and does. And the thing with the Israelites as well is because, I mean, that was predicted beforehand. Like, yeah. It was predicted to Abraham yeah. beforehand. And we saw, you know, we saw the people being oppressed. But <laughs> at the same time, it was like, because I've just been going through that recently in uh, my daily book, in the Daily Word. And it's like, when I look at the fact that all of this kind of happened to the people of Israel mm. under this Pharaoh, and then repeatedly, God was saying, I will make Pharaoh's heart hard. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see what he did there. <laughs> because it was like, he, Pharaoh could have just let them go and then what, he mm. loses out a few slaves. But it was just like, nah, he kept on being stubborn <laughs> and kept on losing more and more. Had the boils, had the water, had his son killed. Like, and then like, just made him chase them as well, get them drowned in, in the sea. Like, God obviously was, you know, Giving them some payback, even though it's not, it's not hundreds of years of slavery, but it's your, it's your first son, mm. it's your, your, you know, your firstborn, the heir to your throne. It's cutting off your lineage. It's going against all of the gods of the time, because every plague was against a particular god in uh, Egypt at the time. Oh. So just like he obviously mm. had, <laughs> had some anger stored
1: up. <laughs> and yeah, one thing I'll add to it as well, um, if I can remember, is yes. As humans, when we don't have a mirror held up to us, we become a bit conceited, uh, conceited, conceited mm. and we start to think we're better than we actually are. Mm. And oh so yeah. sometimes, even when we have a mirror, up. even when we have a mirror, up, it's <laughs> like, oh yeah, that, it's not, it's not that, it's bad. Not
0: that bad, yeah. So yeah.
1: sometimes we need to see just how bad people are to remind ourselves of what we're capable of. Mm. 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 And it's like it, it's, it's um, it's sad because someone is going to be at the receiving end of that human injustice but at the same time it's still human injustice and it's born from the human heart yeah and it's a case in which unless we are faced with these realities we will get to the point where we truly will think we don't need Jesus we don't Mm. need God we don't need this person to take us out of ourselves and make us into what we truly should be Mm. Um, so yeah Cool. All right.
0: Um, Shout out to Nathaniel, Nats, O D, Because he said he really enjoys the new segment. He said shout out to you for bringing the new segment. I'm glad you enjoy it. All right. You answered that well. Sorry? You answered that well. (laughs) I just thought immediately of uh, Isaiah. Is it Isaiah? The guy that... (laughs) They were carrying the Ark. The Ark is falling down. And he tries to go and steady
1: the Ark and get struck down. And I was like, (laughs) Do you know what, yeah? God, don't play, you know? But that makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Man mm. is sinful, the ground is not. Man yeah. is dirty, oh. the ground is not. <laughs> like, dirt, dirt to God isn't dust, mm. it's sin. Mm. So that can it's be washed better. off yeah, yeah. by you, mm. oh. mate. Yeah. That's so.
0: All right, let's get into it today. Let's get into it. So let's talk about Justin Bieber today. Why? Because, oh. listen... Um He's not even
1: done anything bad, has he? No, no. He, uh, was is, are we talking about the article we were talking about? Yes, um, yes, okay. yes.
0: Right, right, Let's take us into it. Yeah. Well <laughs> <Peter's> <laughs> face is so, so bad. Talking about Justin Bieber, I'm going to go home and tell my wife. Yeah, we talked about Justin Bieber. It's more of a semantics thing. I want to see where this goes. Okay, so I'm going to read the article. It's, it's quite, it's quite short. Praise God. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um... Yeah, so 24 year old B boy reportedly married model and TV presenter.
1: Yep. He's a child. He started singing at 16. I Oops, believe. sorry, sorry, well, sorry. Um, popular. So he was singing before 16, and I think was it uh, Chris Bound that discovered him? Usher. Uh, Usher. Usher discovered him. Usher's and then Cascow. And then Neo <laughs> trying <laughs> to find
0: his in uh, The Taylor Guy. Neo tried to find his white boy that sings <laughs> 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 <still> <laughs> <work out.
1: laughs> All right, Dre found his Eminem.
0: <laughs> gotta find a <the> white boy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so just to be married, just it's model mad how we're
1: saying this now. But if a, if a white guy said that, would have been <laughs> gotta find my nigger. <laughs> 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 a whole different situation. <laughs> uh, so just to
0: be married, some model called Haley Baldwin last September. Okay. Um, that part's not important so here's where it gets interesting so, so just to be told Vogue he credits their relationship in part with a commitment he made to celibacy after suffering from what he admits was an addiction to sex he had abstained for over a year when he and Haley reconnected last summer God, in quotes doesn't ask us not to have sex for him because he, because he wants rules and stuff Bieber says, he's like I'm trying to protect you from hurt and pain I think sex can cause a lot of pain Sometimes people have sex because they don't feel good enough, because they lack self-worth. People do that, and guys and and people do women do that, and guys do that. I wanted to rededicate myself to God in that way because I really felt it was better for the condition of my soul, and I believe that God blessed me with Haley as a result. Um, he continued, "There are perks; you get rewarded for good behavior, and that's what I wanted to to talk about." So that's telepathy guarantee you a <laughs> spouse. <as> <laughs> 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 Look, I actually because I didn't like Bieber to begin with because they were like, oh, he's Christian, and I was like, I don't see it in his music. And then he does all of whatever, and now he's stepped away and he's doing whatever. So I don't wanna I don't wanna crap on him because I actually think that. I like I like the fact that he's living out. Like he, he stepped away from the music industry, he gone and got married, whatever. I, I don't know. Um does celibacy Um guarantee a spouse? That's the question. Yes. Or does it mean you, you'll be rewarded with a spouse? What's the contract that you signed? <laughs> <laughs> because because if if my <laughs> my agreement with God is God, I will be celibate for you and that you bring me a a, a spouse, then that's my... And God agrees to that contract in my relationship with God, then yes, it's guaranteed because that's the contract that I signed with God. I don't know what his contract with God is. If you're asking on a general, like just because the Bible says that sex was created for marriage, if you are then celibate that you would definitely be granted a spouse, well, no, because... Like Paul says, some people that's not your calling, you're not called to get married. Oh. I was in that state before Anita came along because <laughs> I've been praying for a, a wife, and well, not a wife, I've been praying for a, a, a babes to use <laughs> the term. You know. And God gave me a couple of poems that this is the kind of babes that your babes going to be. And I just thought this woman doesn't exist, God. Thank you for your not so subtle way of saying that. I'm going to be walking down a poor sort of path. Where are these poems? Because you, I need to have seen them. That she's the only person <laughs> needs to see them. I want to see them. No, why would I show them to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> but quite literally, before I, you know, I got those poems. Thought, all right, this woman doesn't exist. God is just saying to me, no woman is good enough. I'm going to go down a poor sort of. Uh, so I was in that state. I was ready, and that would require celibacy because Paul wasn't saying concentrate on God and then you know go and then have sex every now and then when you feel the urge. No, it, it was it was a celibate life where you don't have the concerns of a wife, and thus you can fully concern yourself with God's work. Boys
1: gotta be boys. Okay,
0: so, <laughs> so so so. In short, no, it doesn't in general guarantee a spouse if you're celibate. Okay, and you think that that. Okay, what about the reverse? If you're so if you're having sex, does that mean that you would not God God will not give you your God ordained spouse? No, Moses is married.
1: Nonsense I caught I caught <laughs> that straight right in my chest. Right in my chest. But <laughs> well, I was wearing a bloodproof vest so how huh? hey. um, <laughs> No, do you know what? Sometimes, yeah, I've heard stories of guys. Um, this isn't sex-related, but there was a guy who was like very active, was like praying for people and they were getting healed and stuff like that. I don't know this. I don't know this person personally. I don't know like indirectly. I just heard a story, so I don't know if it's true or not. It might just be as an anecdote or whatever. But um, he something happened in his life and he kind of fed off track in terms of faith-wise, and he just started doing. Madness, like having sex, drinking, just went off the rails, and like this was almost unknown to his church community. Mm. They just kind of knew him as that guy that could pray for people and they'll get healed and stuff. So because that because he was off the rails, he stopped doing all of those things, as you would do when you're (coughs) quenching the spirit, actively quenching the spirit. And that's what I was gonna say in terms of um perpetually sinning mm. is that there's a difference between quenching the spirit actively quenching the spirit and mm. actively saying, mm. that, saying no to Jesus that's that's when you're perpetually sinning mm. and you're perpetually turning away from him but if you've done a situation if you've caused a situation that is still causing grief and stuff there could be remorse that will show that you're not necessarily quenching the spirit even though that situation is still continuing mm. and there could be like reconciliation or whatever there but that that was for the sorry not sorry segment So i should have mentioned that then but i was trying to think of my question but back to this um yeah so at one service he was kind of sitting there so he came into the service after having sex with a girl and he was just kind of sitting there people are praying and blah 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 and an auntie walked up to him and said oh i heard god say you need to pray for this person and he will get healed and he was just in his mind i was like that's not gonna happen like Mm -hmm. i'm totally off what i'm meant to be doing he prayed for the person as soon as he laid hands on the person the person was healed and right there and then it was like yo you know what God I'm sorry like here I am Um, and so the condition in which you're in doesn't necessarily guarantee or write you off Mm. I don't believe that I believe um, whilst we're yet dead in sin Christ died for us Mm. and so just because we're in sin just because we're doing something we know we shouldn't do doesn't necessarily write us off from the grace of God if it does then it wouldn't necessarily be grace Mm -hmm. and just because we're doing what god wants us to do doesn't guarantee the grace of god in that sense because it's not by works it's by faith it doesn't guarantee the reward that we perceive
0: we might get yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. that's
1: a better phrase of it so it's like Mm. god's grace will still be shown Mm. but it's not because it's like how can we finish in and um by works what was started Mm. by by faith Mm. and so our, mm-hmm. our, what we put into the relationship is not the trigger or the catalyst for what God gives to us, mm-hmm. but rather what God gives to us in, in Jesus is the catalyst for what we then give back to him. So we love him because he first loved us. Biblical bars! <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so why don't we just go around like
0: having sex and just hoping that you know because we're
1: will be quenching the spirit because the spirit convicts us because of uh,
0: that grace may abound
1: absolutely not (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) what kind of bible that you're reading when Paul says absolutely not it's like if if you if you truly believe that I can continue sinning because God's grace is over me, then you haven't been—you haven't got His Holy Spirit. Because by virtue of His Holy Spirit, sanctification takes place, which moves you in line of holiness and in line of what God wants you to be. The more we see Him, the more we will be transformed into Him.
0: If, if I can steal an illustration of—I think it was Spurgeon, hmm. either Spurgeon or C.S. Lewis—excuse me.
1: Spurgeon, the pigeon and the The pig, the pig and then the dove, I think.
0: Yeah, so the transformation that occurs once the Holy Spirit's entered your life by virtue of Christ is you are a pig. (laughs) You were a pig. You've been transformed into a dove. Now, by virtue of our human nature, the dove might find himself back in the slumps or back in the pigsty. You know, however, by virtue of the new nature, you aren't comfortable there. You want, it's not where you're supposed to be. You know it's not where you're supposed to be, even though you find yourself going back there for force of habit. So that's the description that he gives to us as once you've been saved. You might find yourself going back to your pigsty, but by virtue of the spirit there, like Mo was saying, there's remorse. There is, it's, you're no longer as comfortable as you were there because you're no longer what you were, what you once were. And so to say, like, Shall we then, you know, why don't we just go around having sex and still doing what God's... Then you don't understand, mm. you know, f- the person that lives like that really doesn't understand what grace is. And I'd question whether or not they really have received the Holy Spirit because in as much as the pull of the flesh is strong, the Spirit's presence in your life once you receive Christ mm. is stronger. And it's not to say you won't sin, it's to say that you will not be able to carry on the way you want to work. Mm. You might find yourself falling back into it. You might find yourself doing it, and it's not a, it's not a matter of time periods. Like, oh yeah, no, I was clean for like a week when I've come back, and like, I'm there for, I've been there for a month. It's not that. It's the state of your heart, mm. and now you have a heart. You're no longer dead in sin. You you know that it's not really where you, you're supposed to be. Mm. You know that, and and that's what grace is. So, what do you say to those singletons that are frustrated? Sorry. So, what do you say to those singletons who are frustrated that. Robert, I'll say to you. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, no, I'm fine. <laughs> Man, look, you're dead in your eye. Robert, I'll say to you. <laughs> no, sorry, finish the question properly. <laughs> I'm just messing around the <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. So, what you say to those, to those singletons that, like, you know, yeah, I've been. I've, I've stuck to all this Christian stuff for X amount of months or years and still. Um, what am I doing wrong? Why why has has have I not been given a spouse? I'd say the cliche God's delay is not his denial um, sometimes it is. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 say that, look, it's hard it's it's hard, obviously, you know, being in that place you you want obviously you want a spouse if you're asking a question, um not you, but the person that frustrates a single asking me this. you obviously want a spouse. I'd say keep trusting in God like if that's his plan for you he will bring it in the right time Mm -hmm. and it then becomes a matter of I understand that it's difficult I understand that you're struggling you're frustrated but do you trust the character of God enough to keep his promise for you his promise being that he wants a good end for you his plan is for a good end for you do you trust that enough to just keep going back to him mm. and it's okay to be frustrated with your situation it's okay to say god look i'm struggling here it's okay to do that time mm. and time again because he's our father but to think uh, to to think that by virtue of what you've done you deserve there's a problem there and i'd say it's worth reconsidering mm. to think that because i've been celibate for this amount of time i then Two deserve weeks. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i, I, I <laughs> <that good. laughs> I then deserve this reward that I, I, I I've, I've you know imagined for myself. There's an issue there, and I'd say like maybe let's go through the world properly and, and see what that issue is because mm. you don't deserve anything.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately,
0: <laughs> however, <laughs> the way he has words, because you don't deserve anything. It's it's God's grace and mm. His plan for us is for an expected and a good end so that's what we have to believe in and that's what i'd implore the person to go back to like yeah. now nah, for real god actually does love you and has a good good um plan for you. he's already giving you his son he's already giving the most important thing how much more you know some a spouse <laughs> not, not to trivialize it but you mm. know if that's what he wants for you and it's trusting that what he wants for you is best
1: yeah i think i i i, I love challenging um so I'll, I'll challenge them from the perspective of um if I am giving God my celibacy in return for a spouse, then essentially I'm giving my celibacy to my spouse. God is just a means to get to my spouse. Uh, Okay, yeah. Mm. So God is just the root to the spouse. (laughs) Mm, mm, mm. And so, and again, it's not trivializing human wants, human needs, like emotions, just the way people are built. But there is a reality in which God rewards those who diligently seek him. Mm. Are you seeking him Mm. or is he a means to get a spouse? Is he a means to get the house, to get the life that you always wanted? Mm. Mm. Or are you actually seeking him if it does mean you're going down Paul's route of being celibate? If it does mean you're gonna be a missionary traveling from place to place, not first class, Mm. being smuggled (laughs) in like <laughs> Not private jets You know like that Like you're being Smuggled into places To actually go live out and, and live sacrificially Are you still willing To serve Are you still willing To follow him I know that From our perspective We're married Blah 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 And it's just like Oh it's easy for you To say mm-hmm. It wasn't always mm-hmm. There was a time When I realised That I was Seeking a spouse And not God And so I had to Lay that down And say God You know what If it is like me being single, I recognize that I feel I am wired for a family. I feel I am wired for a spouse and children and just a household responsibilities. Just I feel like I'm wired, wired for this. But I am grieving myself pursuing this. Mm. And so I am willing to lay it down, even if it doesn't happen, to still serve you, to still follow you and still go where you want me to go. And that's when it came. After I had laid it down at the altar, mm. and so my challenge would be, <coughs> how much I time after you laid it down at the altar? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's the thing. After I laid it down, I stopped thinking about it. Yeah, and yeah. so I, I don't, I really can't remember how long it was because I was just like, I'm single now. Like I'm not, I'm not actively pursuing. I'm not looking anymore because it's just me and God.
0: It was about a year and a half for me.
1: Oh, so you're keeping it, can't you? Yeah. Sorry, joking. No, okay,
0: okay. um, no, I, I just had to do the math. Now. Okay um but very I, think, I think mine was a couple
1: months i think mine was about three <laughs> months i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie because i <laughs> perfect. Gonna i'm not gonna lie because it's like i came out of a really like hurtful relationship that i physically couldn't get into another one <laughs> mm. and so even when i got into this relationship there was a lot that had to happen and it, it, a lot that had to happen very quickly to the point of even if I, after I got into it, God made the relationship end mm. just so it may start on the right foot again. So it wasn't a case in which, oh, I just got into the relationship, everything was hunky-dory. No, I got into the relationship and I realized that I was actually idolizing my wife and I wasn't following God. Mm. And so the relationship had to end. And then after I, came, I got to terms with it, that alright cool I'm, I'm laying it down that's when it started again mm. yeah. and so sometimes and th- but this is beautiful for Peter it was a year and a half for me it was shorter than that so there isn't any time frame yeah. there isn't any real time frame for some person it might be two weeks <laughs> like literally <laughs> for another person it might be two years yeah. but the reality is are you willing to lay down your most precious dreams and aspirations for the glory of God if you are then by virtue of who God is, you're going to get something way more than you could have ever imagined, but it may not look the way you think it's going to look. So your dreams and aspiration may be you're the CEO of this company, blah, 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 this and that. And you may lay that down to God and then you become an employee at Sainsbury's. But you thrive there way more than you ever would have thrived running your own company, earning all of that money and your life is way more fulfilled in sainsbury's than it was running a multi-million company
0: Mm.
1: yet you've still you've still realized what it was within that dream of being fulfilled and having something worthwhile and pursuing but it just didn't look the way you thought it was going to look Mm. and so are you willing to lay down those dreams and aspirations and prized possessions to see god's glory manifest in your life that would be my challenge to them Mm.
0: Oh. oh, I mean, what's what's your? Oh, because <laughs> I, <mean, laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, myself and Mo are talking from a different point of view mm. than you are. So, what what's been your experience with this? Because you're currently single, apparently not looking for a babes, whereas we know that's not always been the case. Jeez. So. <laughs> um. I think for me, I just got to a place where. Giving up. <laughs> oh no, not even giving up. I just didn't want to put in the effort of trying to put square blocks into circle holes. Okay. And trying to. <laughs> <laughs> My mind was clean. I don't wear that stupid love My mind was clean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just everything around I was
1: like no <laughs> nah, the reason I laughed was I pictured it and I just like what
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway Sorry. yeah so tra- trying to conform God to what I wanted because mm. one that's not going to happen yeah mm. <laughs> and two even if we did allow it to happen the results would probably not be what I wanted. yeah. So um, instead of focusing on that and focusing on where I wanted to be, mm. um, the attention became focusing on the now and what, what, what God wants me to do mm. now. Mm. Because there are so many reasons why I could be single. Some of them may be my fault. Mm. Some of them may be the baby's fault. They may they may not be any faults, It's just not the time. Compatible, yeah, yeah, not the time. But if that's what God wants for me, then time will happen. Mm. And yeah, and that's where I am at at, at the minute. And that's a lot easier. Mm, mm. Lot <laughs> less babes, which means mm. lot less money being spent on babes. <laughs> <laughs> well, jokes aside, yeah, um, yeah. It took me a while to get to that place. And to be honest, there are still times where I feel okay, if I tick off these things then the babes will come. But mm. well, again, it's, it's, it's all part of the process of unlearning those and seeking the kingdom because I'm called to seek the kingdom, mm. not for what I can get out of out of it. Mm. There you go. Mm. Yeah. That was a bit too serious for me. But <laughs> well, you know, that's maturity. Mature, <laughs> like fine wine. Okay <laughs> <laughs> Alright let's
1: round up <laughs> Hookups <coughs> Pardon Hookups Oh hookups I forgot hookups
0: <laughs> When you said round up I thought you were going to go to hookups I nah, completely it? forgot about hookups I'm about to do. <laughs> Hookups Who wants to go first this week I'll go first Alright So it's a new podcast Do you guys ever watch The Office No The American Office No I've so just seen clips oh, Alright so this is for The Office super fans Because uh, uh, I found a new podcast Which I've been binging like this week Um and they just literally talk about an office episode per week. Okay, um, and it's just fun because the Office was such—the American Office was such <laughs> a good, um, a good show. Um, and I still rewatch it now. I've got it on my phone. Like I've got the whole thing on my phone. I've got the whole thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like I like got the whole thing. I've got enough memory for that yeah? <laughs> on your iPhone. How many episodes can you have? <laughs>
0: and I still watch it to this day. Um, even though I've watched every single one like at least ten times or something. Um, so it's called Somehow I Manage, which is in itself a little joke because in the office, the manager, the regional manager, has a um, an autobiography that he's written <laughs> but he hasn't published called Somehow I Manage. <laughs> so it's, it's a fun, it's a fun podcast. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Somehow I Manage. Cool, cool, cool. My hookup is a podcast as well ah. That's also on YouTube ah. um, It's called The Love Hour I thought I was going to say The 66 You nah. wish <laughs> <laughs> The Love Hour Love Hour uh, It's by Kevin Stage And his wife Okay 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 Yeah Alright He's funny right? He is he's funny <laughs> yeah. yeah And they have like Yeah They have, they have lots, lots Lots of good stuff like Lots of good discussions Around relationships And marriage And sex And all that good stuff And mm. I definitely Recommend
1: you to listen to it, it comes The out Love once a week. The Love Hour
0: yeah, I'm going to check that out for sure
1: um, my hookup is on YouTube as well it's like the one the <laughs> just plugging it I mentioned the twice
0: has episode one even come out yet yes no proper episode one yes when you're actually going through the bible
1: well no <laughs> that's this week that's this week yeah no fair enough um, <laughs> I was about to ask man, how long is it no I'm not going to do that <laughs> I got, right. I got it down Okay yeah. Um, yeah My my one is a beat maker Like he's He's my favourite Beat maker on, on YouTube um, His name is Yondo Y-O-N-D-O His beats are phenomenal Yeah If When you come to my house And I'm playing instrumentals More than likely is Yondo um, Is it like lo-fi Or is it just like No so he, make, he makes He um, makes okay. He's really good at making J. Cole type beats Uh, I wouldn't know what those are. So, J. Cole beats that J. Cole would rap over?
0: That doesn't help.
1: Do you know J. Cole? Yes, I listen to his music. (laughs) (laughs) So, basically... (laughs) Why would you just say the same sentence in a different way? Hopefully it works. Um, (laughs) One plus one equals... If you have one and you add another one, what do you get? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Yondo... His his beats are phenomenal. Um he literally just dropped one well you're gonna be listening to this on Monday hmm. potentially. So on Sunday he dropped one twenty minutes just before me saying this. So yeah, beats are just consistent. Yondo yeah, and they're dope. So yeah, um the yondo. That's that's for me. Cool. Cool. All right, let's get out of here. Shout out to Reed for the
0: intro, outro music Calvin Turner for the ordinary amazing logo. You can find us at Twitter at UK, email us at tbsfernesthotmail.com, you can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash The Blacksmith's Furnest, no apostrophe on all good podcasting websites and apps, including iTunes and Spotify. (laughs) Yes sir. Um, Search for The Blacksmith's Furnest with an apostrophe, Um, Peter 66 is coming out today, episode Mm -hmm.
1: one. Yes sir.
0: Yes, it is episode one. What's it going to be about? Before the beginning. Then it's not it's not episode one. It, it is, it is. This is the chronological order of things. So this is before the creation of the world. What would have gone on? So this is like Genesis like eternity. one one. This is like Genesis one one. This is Genesis one zero. Right, there's no one zero in the Bible. <laughs> there is it's influence. a, a prelude to the one one. There's inference. So 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 it's episode zero. No, it's episode it's one. It's not. What's the first thing you do? So the whole point of it is God considered or God, what was the discussion? Uh, the, 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 I'm the, going into g- it. G- g- it? Yeah, yeah, give us a reason
1: to watch the thing and not just listen to this podcast. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: All right, let's round up. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Black Smith's decided signing out.
1: Blau. Day, okay. 66.